0: Welcome to Eat, Drink, Social. My name is Michael Muller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and Courtney Sandora. We're a team over at Go Social, a PR and social media marketing firm with presence in both Louisville and Denver. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions or want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can check us out on our website at www.goforthbesocial.com. Happy to be joined now by Alan Cornett of Eat Kentucky. Uh, Eat Kentucky—it's it, a great name. And in your opinion, when it comes down to Instagram handles and and blog names and everything, just how how important is that, and in what ways does it help people find you in you know Google searches?
1: With food, typically you want to be somehow locally focused. Uh, you, I see a lot of times people will have instagram accounts with no location and i get that maybe if you're a personality or something but a lot of times i even see businesses with it and i go well where where are you i don't i don't even know where you are so i want to have uh, some identification with what i'm doing now, you know of course i travel and do photos if i'm on the road or something but i want people to be able to say well if i want to eat in kentucky there you go then they they will find me so.
0: there. There you go. How, <laughs> how, how did all this get started for you? Uh, well,
1: I uh, had a couple of uh, earlier blogs and I had been living out of state and moved back to Kentucky. I grew up here and from Kentucky and uh, I was started doing uh, a few reviews on one of my old blogs that's uh, currently not out there, but anyway, and then I thought really I'd, Uh, Kentucky needs a dedicated food blog at the time. I just didn't really see anybody else doing it. And so I started Eat Kentucky initially as a a blog, which is currently in the process of being revamped. So you won't find it out there right now. But I started the Instagram as sort of an afterthought. I thought, well, I'm going to have a lot of food photos and here's Instagram. So I'll start an account and throws food photos up there and maybe drive traffic. But it, it became uh, a situation where the, the tail was wagging the dog. I guess I had <laughs> a lot more interest on the Instagram side and uh, you know you go with what works in that instance. So I've focused more attention on Instagram than anything else, just because that's where I've gotten the response. And I've got, I've got a Twitter account. I've got a Facebook account and I have, Follows there, but nothing like I do on Instagram.
0: Have you learned anything about food to food photography since starting that account on Instagram?
1: I well, the first thing I will say is get a seat by the window if you can, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just because you want the natural light. I mean that's I know that's the the standard advice, but it's true. If you can get natural light, then you're going to do great. I was at a restaurant this past week, and I was there in the evening, and I just uh, I posted some photos from it and they were okay, but they weren't what I wish they were because it was it was a dark restaurant. it just the light wasn't great and there's a, there's only so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. So natural light is your friend. Um, I usually approach uh, either from the top or as a, uh, a a photographer friend who's more talented at that than I am said take a picture as though the food's looking back at you so something that's uh that's just right there sort of in your face so you want people to be able to uh to experience the food to you want you want people's mouths to water if they see it that's the goal i'm not saying i always achieve that but that's what i would like to achieve so have you know, sort of have that in mind and, and of course there's also the the standard photography advice that the best way to take a good picture take a lot of pictures Mm -hmm. and you take uh, you just keep taking till you're satisfied with one and the great thing with with digital photography is is that you can do that it's free there's you know some people will take a photo and it may not be a good photo and if it's not well don't (laughs) don't don't worry about it take another one (laughs) and you just sometimes just need to experiment with angles and move things around and uh, I you know I'm one of those annoying people if you eat with me that I'm adjusting things Moving things out of the way and trying to get it, trying to get it right. Uh, I've it heard just, it. It just takes a little bit.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard some people actually going through the the, the process and the steps of actually taking their food and then going outside to get that food and then coming <laughs> well, coming I, back inside to eat it.
1: I've never done that. Uh, I've I've never taken my food actually out of the building, and I uh, unless it was supposed to be right. But uh, and I've never stood on a chair or anything. I've I've heard about people. Even going to those links, so I, I I try not to get too carried away. <laughs> <In> fact, <laughs> uh, I I think with some with some reasonable effort, though, you can usually get a good picture. And I've really enjoyed also the uh, the addition of Instagram Stories, uh, which I use a lot and, because it's you can throw things up quickly. And I've it's also a way that I can share other people's content that i like that's something that i debated early on whether to regram people and i pretty much never did it just because i wanted it to be my content Mm -hmm. and my stories are still primarily my content but i also if something comes through my feed that i like and want to want to share i can easily pop that into stories people can see it uh they can go to that post and then it goes away. And so uh, that's something that I've, I've enjoyed being able to do now because it's e- they Instagram finally said that it it's easy to do it and it's a good way to share other people's content. If you come across something good.
0: Oh yeah. It's incredibly easy. It's kind of like, you know, it's basically their, their retweet function. Um,
1: exactly. Right. And yeah. It's and a great I, way. and I try even that I try to add some sort of, you know, I'll throw a GIF on there. I'll throw a, an emoji. I'll do something to, kind of I don't make it mine is too strong of a word but sort of comment on it I guess and uh, but then let let their let their uh picture photograph be the uh be the feature people there's a lot of really good food photography out there and i i am certainly an amateur I'm by no means the best around but uh but I try I think I've gotten better over the past uh, couple of years.
0: Sure, yeah, I mean, I would, I would think you're pretty good. But, um, you know, so are, are there, off the top of your head, are there any pictures or, or posts that you've done, maybe in recent history, I guess, to kind of stand out amongst the rest? Maybe it was a fantastic meal, an interesting experience in the dining room, just you, you went through some different lengths to take that picture, anything like that stand out?
1: Well, that is a great question. <laughs> let, let, let me think. I tell you, one of the things that I that I particularly do like to photograph Uh, because it almost always turns out well are hamburgers for whatever reason (laughs) for whatever reason hamburgers uh always uh always photograph well i do i do photographs of hamburgers and donuts particularly well Mm. my i guess my best uh the the one that stands out to me the most is uh, a photograph that i did of some spaulding's donuts uh here in lexington which are fantastic you you have to wait in line they only take cash you know you <laughs> so uh and, and when you get up there you're you don't want to mess up the order because you're afraid it's going to be like a donut nazi and they throw you out but i was gonna say that's always, that's,
0: that, that's a soup nazi scenario right? that's there. right
1: exactly they're, they're actually always quite nice but there's there's usually a line but anyway i did a photograph of the donuts in the bag so i did it from the top of the bag so you've got sort of this translucent glow around them and uh it was actually a photograph that was picked up by garden and gun and they ran it uh in on their i don't think they it made it to the print edition but they did feature it on one of their their website their web stories uh featuring donuts from around the south and so that was probably my uh my proudest donut moment at that point <laughs> uh, and it really it, it it was not something that I thought, Oh, I'm going to do a really cool translucent glowy bag shot, but it worked out that way. And so again, you get good pictures by taking a lot of pictures. So some posts work better than others. Sometimes uh, posts that you think everybody's going to love this. You, you know, it's, you get average reaction. Sometimes you throw things out there that you think, well, no, I might as well post something and people love it. So, you don't know, and you you want to have some standards, obviously, and just say, "Well, this isn't." I'm not going to post this. I just can't get a good photograph of it. But um, but I always love doing hamburgers and donuts. So that maybe that's just what I like to eat. I don't know. Well, you know, as of
0: uh, as of recording this interview, the Kentucky State Fair is going on. So if you want to take pictures of both donuts and burgers at the same time, you can get a Krispy Kreme burger. Well, that's burger. true.
1: That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, that's some good
0: yeah. stuff. But hey, so you, I think you mentioned in, in your bio that you you are a realtor. Do you find right. that Eat Kentucky helps you get leads for that for that job at all? Well,
1: I, I've I've not necessarily found a, a huge number of people funneling in. I would love for it to. It's I I actually started doing Eat Kentucky before I started in real estate, so it was something. Hmm. It was not something that I initially started as a way. To drive traffic, I've thrown that on on my profile just in case yeah, somebody well. happens to see it, and <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, uh, I can't. I won't say that I never think about it, but I have also, I don't really do posts specifically with that in mind. I uh, it's more what I like to do where I happen to be. I'm not somebody who even sets up a. A particular quota. I've got to do X number of posts per day or X number of posts Mm -hmm. per week. I'm I'm really a lighter post, a lighter poster than I should be. I should post more things than I do, but I also don't want to just flood people with content to flood them with content. I, if I've got something to share, I'll share it. Otherwise, I don't want to uh, to drive them crazy. Another reason why stories can be good because you can throw some things up that uh, that you don't necessarily want on the permanent grid but anyway as far as the, the real estate um thing goes it it does work out well because i end up at lunches with people and so forth so it gives me i guess the best benefit is it gives me more, more opportunity to, to eat out with people i do photographs so <laughs> awesome. Uh, so awesome ha- so i do have people all the time if i'm going to lunch with somebody I, i'll always get well you have to pick because you're the you're the expert on that and so that <laughs> uh which which is pressure. I don't necessarily want that kind of pressure because what if they don't like it? But uh, but it does. But I usually have a little more sway in, in where where I eat, so that's nice.
0: So you know, I, I'll occasionally watch different news programs or ESPN or something, and they'll have somebody on, and then underneath their name, they'll, they'll have you know maybe their Twitter handle or something. Um, I, I see that you kind of regularly appear on Lexington TV. Is that right? I'm on usually Fox 56.
1: I. Uh, Pop up on their morning show all along. Usually, it's a month or so, something yeah. like that. I'll be on there.
0: Do you ever see a, a lift in, in your fault fo- in your follower numbers on Instagram after making an appearance on that show? And and if so, I guess is that an indication of social media and traditional media kind of working together? I
1: think I think it does drive some traffic, and I will, you know, I will make posts, particularly in stories, uh, while I'm at the studio. I'll I'll pop up a few up and. Uh, so it'll do a little bit of sort of cross promotion. I guess it's old media meets new media. I I don't know that I get a huge number of of hits on Instagram with it. I think I for for whatever reason my TV appearances seem to play better on Facebook than they do on Instagram. It's just a for for whatever reason that medium or that demographic response to better i think that i i think you probably get an older demographic on facebook and a lot of them actually will comment hey i saw you on i saw you on tv and i don't necessarily get that on instagram particularly so uh, that's one of those sort of facebook versus instagram um, situations but
0: so hey, listen. Before we uh, before we got started on the interview, you you mentioned that you were from Clay County, Kentucky. Uh, that's That's right. uh, like what Manchester, right?
1: That is Manchester. That's right. The home of, of Pat's Cheeseburgers. Okay, yeah,
0: the, exactly. So that that was my question. I, I'm <laughs> let's, let's say I'm not familiar with uh, with Manchester. Is that is that the one place I that's need to go? Place,
1: that is the one place to go. In fact, when I started the blog, and uh, this will be reposted when I get the new site revamped and up. But my very first review that I did on eatkentucky.com was of, of Pat's and I grew up eating Pat's it's just a legendary uh burger place it used to be Pat's pool room when I was a kid uh, I would I remember going there with my dad and they had the pool room in the back and I was always curious what was going on back there but my dad uh, indicated that I was not supposed to go back there <laughs> so <laughs> uh now they don't have a pool room uh, anymore, but uh, they do have very good burgers. And so I, I'm old enough to remember when Pat himself was there and would uh, you you would sit there at the counter and watch him uh, put the the ball up the the ground beef and put them in the put it in the the little shaper and he would you know form the patties and um, and then they would they would fry them up there in front of you and and they still do that uh pat's no longer with us but the burgers are excellent so it, it's really worth people going out of their way and uh it's i think it's one of the best burgers in the state i i have had a lot of burgers in the state and i've had some very good burgers in the state i think a pat's is, is up there with any of them
0: all right that's that's where i gotta go i still haven't been but I, you know I, I always see that neon sign so that's
1: that's right well you absolutely need to stop get a few to go and uh you'll be happy you'll thank me after you after
0: you go I will do that. Alan, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, Everybody that's listening, please go visit him at Eat Kentucky. So Courtney, I really liked that interview. Um, I thought Alan did a a great job at conveying his enthusiasm for uh, the Commonwealth of Kentucky and and all the food and beverage that we have to offer. Um, Also donuts and burgers, of course. What'd you think?
2: Yeah, I really liked Alan's interview and you can tell he's having a lot of fun on his account. Um, You know, as somebody with one foot in the PR world and another foot in the social world, I thought it was fascinating that he noticed when he was on TV, a TV news segment that his fans on Facebook responded, but his fans on Instagram really weren't. Uh, interested or maybe didn't even see the segment. And I think that's so important to think about, you know, who are you trying to reach and where are those people spending their time? And perhaps the content that you create on Instagram, whether it's different images or just the way you talk on Instagram might be different, skewed towards a younger audience versus Facebook. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that Instagram was kind of this, you know, afterthought um, with his blog and when he noticed that he was getting a ton of engagement on Instagram, he put his efforts there. And I think that's smart. You know, I, I see sometimes brands that want to be on every channel. And my thought process is you're kind of, you're just stretching yourself too thin and it may not even make sense. I mean, you really want to spend your time, your effort and energy on the channels where your customers are. And I think Alan did a great job with that. You know, he saw Instagram, had a ton of engagement, and he just ran with it.
0: Yeah, so after talking to these bloggers a little bit more, we're at least the people that have been blogging for a long time, we're seeing that social media was very much an afterthought. Instagram came around and they thought, well, that could be supplemental to what I'm doing. Whereas we're seeing a lot of people right now that, kind of do Instagram first and then blog second. And I think that's, that's interesting, but I'm just kind of cautious as maybe social media might change. And that that individual success can't be based on just the algorithms of that different network. And I would just, you know, if I was to open up a business right now, absolutely have social, but please have a website or something too. But yeah, you know, Alan with E Kentucky was great, and uh, I look forward to seeing everything else he comes out with, and uh, man, I really want one of those burgers from Pat's right now. See you all later.